What's up, bro? Yeah, man. What's up? I'm just, <laughs> How you doing, man? Try to figure out this technology. <laughs> hey, man. So I'm just here for the concert. What song are you doing first? That's funny. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, man. What's up, everyone who's who just tuned in? This, I'm Tom from you know I got soul dot com, one of the top R and B sites. You know, huge, huge, huge music soul chat supporter. Probably interviewed you about twenty times, or you know, throughout yeah, the years. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, just happy to be here to do another great interview, man. Yeah, looking forward to it. I'm glad you uh, uh thought of me and wanted to do this, bro. Absolutely. And uh, you know, we got a few things to discuss, man. You got this great mixtape out. Um, oh yeah. It's a big year for you, the 20th anniversary of your debut. And I just saw you got you put a new single out with your new group today. So we'll get into all that. But first okay. first off, this mixtape. This the Whip for Dylan mixtape, man. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. was some epic level stuff and it kind of just caught oh. us by surprise. You know, everyone out there who hasn't checked it out, you know, it, it's epic. You know, he covers some of the R and B legends, you know, mm -hmm. over some Jay Dilla inspired production. But I'll let no, the man himself no, tell us about that's, it. That's that's not a Dilla inspired uh production. That's actual Dilla beats. Actual, okay. Yeah. Wow. Straight out. Actual Dilla Beats. Yeah. How did, how did this come together, man? I just did it. Uh, you know, I've been I've been trying to do something for Dilla for like mad years, even before you know his untimely passing. You know, we talked about stuff that we were going to do. He would send me beat CDs to my crib. We would have phone conversations about you know getting in and doing stuff but you know stuff just never seems to happen when you wanted to you know so um afterwards you know i just had like this thing where it was like i gotta do something i gotta do something but everything that i tried to do just i felt like it was way too much information you know um that would have not really like gone over well um or I, I couldn't guarantee that it, it would have reached enough people or the right people or however you right. want to put it. So I went to, through the process of trying to find people to get behind it so that we can put enough of a push um, so that it could, you know, get some legs behind it. But, you know, years just kept flying by, man, you know, right. and time just kind of like started getting away from me. So I said, you know what, the easiest thing that I could do is do what I know. I know these beats, I know these songs, and I can just put it out, you know, and whoever wanted, want it. Um, you know, if whoever don't get it, don't get it. Whoever get it, get it, you know, but I can't, I, I can't like be worried about, and you got to understand that like, this is coming from the mindset of being in this game for so long, understanding how things go, understanding the concept of marketing and promotion, Understanding the, the concept of servicing your core audience, what that means or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I got all of this crap, all of this mental traffic that I had to, like, navigate through in order to even get to the point to be like, bro, just just do something and put it out, you know. And it took a while, you know, because I had to, like, work through a lot of stuff. But I got there and I was able to get it out. Been talking to my Dukes real heavy. Um, mm. Dilla's mom, you know. Actually, this project was actually supposed to come out last year. That's that's the funny part, you know. Mm. It was, was supposed to come out last year, and it's supposed to be ten joints. But I need, you know, I don't want to just put stuff out just to be putting it out. Like I wanted to have a certain level of quality. So that's why it's only five, you know. Um, 
and I and I purposely named it um, uh, the Dua Fadilla mixtape. Yeah, uh, Dua Fadilla mixtape, the Soul Brother series, Volume One. It's Volume One because this is going to be a continuation. I'm going to do more songs from more artists. I'm gonna probably just start with these these first five just to kind of get a rhythm. Um, um, but the second pro the second one that's coming out is going to be for it's going to be the ladies is going to be the Soul Sister series, uh, Volume oh. One. So you know we can't forget you know the women that mm. help build the House of Soul music. So, um, right. and ultimately the whole like the whole whole point was because well is because I'm kind of going through a transition right now, as far as you know um, the brand the Music Soul Child brand is concerned. I feel like there's been a misconception of what mm. the Music Soul Child brand was or is rather. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, I don't really like take it out on nobody because I pretty much perpetuated it. I, I enabled it. I kind of went along with it because, I, you know, again, the, the, the mental traffic that I had from my timeline as far as my perspective on things, listening to people and wanting to live up to these expectations that weren't really accurate to me. Yeah, I could do it, you know, and I was happy to do it because I was honored to even be where I was. But when I started waking up year after year being creatively frustrated because I couldn't really like be my full self creatively because everybody just wanted the same five to 10 songs. And when I come to the shows that if I don't do those records, then they say the show was trash. And then I got to deal with promoters trying to give me less yeah. bread because people was complaining. It's just, it just got really weird. It got really weird, dude. You know, and of course, as you know, I try to do other things on the side to kind of like, you know, yeah. take care of that over there so that I could be a better music soul child. But people was putting stuff together that don't go together, and I had to deal with that, and I just got tired of talking about it. So, right. I used to go, you know, I went, I'd just be going on like spells of time. Well, I just go MIA because I don't know how to interact with y'all. Like, I don't know what y'all want from me. I know, I know the things that people say, and then when I try to live up to it, I got a whole other side that's, like, you know, complaining. So then I try to, like, fit them in somehow, but then I'm, I'm taken away from these people, and it's like, dude, I can't be everything for everybody, so. Well, let me stop you real quick because I don't see how anyone could complain about this type of project. Like, mm. for starters, I know a lot of people are in the chat are asking where they can find it. You know, you can go to our site, you know, I got soul.com. It's on there. It's also, you know, on all the streaming formats. But you covered, I mean, for those who haven't heard it, he covered Donnie Hathaway, Prince, Michael Jackson, Marvin Gaye, and Stevie Wonder, some of the top R&B vocalists of all time. And he did the music justice. So, I mean, you definitely want to check this out. Over Jay Dilla Beats. There's nothing yeah. like this. You're not going to find anything like this out there. Yeah, you can so find for it. Me, you can find it. Sorry to cut you off, but you can find it. I, I literally started a whole Instagram page for it called mm -hmm. Do It For Dilla, D-E-W-I-T-T, the number four, Dilla, D-I-L-L-A, D-E-W-I-T-T, four, the number four, D-I-L-L-A. You go to that, um, go to that page and just tap the link and it'll take you to Bandcamp and it's, it's a free download. Um, I had to like go back because it wasn't a free, I, even though I, load, I uploaded it as a free download, somehow Bandcamp just decided to, you know, charge people seven dollars, and I was like, "Yo, no, this is supposed to be free." So, you know, right. it's supposed to be a free download. Um, and uh, for everybody that actually bought it, thank you. But I'm not going to take your money 
and PayPal going to give you money back after like a month or so. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I, I never wanted any money for this. Um, but that's where you can find it. You can go to uh, do a Fadilla, my, uh, my ultra Insta, you know, do a Fadilla and tap the link and it's, it'll take you to bank. Or you just go to Bandcamp and just look for do a Fadilla, uh, mixtape and, uh, or the soul brother series, you know what I'm saying? And it'll be there, but my bad, you were saying, well, let me ask you this about the project. So the five songs you have on there, for those who haven't heard it, Donny Hathaway, Love, 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 mm -hmm. Prince, I Want to Be Your Lover, uh -huh. Michael Jackson, Rock With You, mm -hmm. Stevie Wonder, Ribbon in the Sky, and Marvin uh -huh. Gaye, Sexual Healing. These are all covers you did. Right. Which of these was the hardest for you to cover? Ooh. Uh, I didn't think about I didn't. I don't know. I didn't think about that. Let me think about that. Some of the top vocalists out there of all um, time. You know, so. I, I would have to say I want to be your lover because it's mostly falsetto. Mm. Um, right. And falsetto is something that I had to develop because I'm, I'm naturally a baritone. So for me to have the, you can't imagine what type of effort went into the years of you know, a personal, personal form of training, you know, that I had to go through in order to even develop something like that. Like, for instance, when I, when I recorded the song Love, I had just started getting really good at falsetto, you know. But what I didn't factor in is, you know, when I popped and I started doing shows, how delicate that part of my voice was. So when I started doing, like, a lot of shows, it got to the point where I couldn't sing the high note because that's the first thing to go when you're tired, when you're jet lagged, when you're not eating right, when you're on a, on a rocket ship, just going all over the place. And that was a challenging experience for me. So I shied away from a lot of falsetto stuff for years. Even now to this day, sometimes it's hard to do falsetto stuff. It's hard to do love. You know, sometimes, you know, I kind of fake it and put the mic in the crowd, let them sing it, you know, or sometimes I go for it and I don't have it, you know, and it's just real, you know, unfortunately right. stuff like that, you know, it kind of like, it looks bad on, 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 on your timeline and people don't understand. You know, they just think, ah, oh, he's trash now. Like, you have no idea, you know. Like, there's basketball players and all types of, you know, boxers. Great athletes, but some days, bro, like, it ain't there, you know. Yeah. So I would have to say, you know, I want to be your lover because wow. cause what I didn't want to do, because you have to understand, okay, it's another thing. So when I, the fact that I had to, the fact that I, I picked these songs, I had to fit my performance of these songs to the track. Mm. So we not we can't even talk about the original key of the song. We you know, unless I speed up the track yeah. and change it, but I didn't want to alter Dilla's track. I wanted Dilla's track to be Dilla's track. That's his legacy. I want to leave it alone. Yeah. You know, I might chop it up and do like beat drops and stuff, but I'm not gonna alter his beat. Like I'm not I'm not gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? Um right. So that means I had to adjust. So that's why if you if if you listen if you know the original song or if you go listen to the original song, you'll hear the differences. But it's because I had to tailor fit my performance to the beat. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So when it came time to do "I Want to Be a Lover," it was either do it hella low, which mm. is not going to be in proper Prince fashion, even though he had a stupid range. But people identify with that song with him singing the falsetto. And I didn't want to, like, compromise the integrity of that song. So I said, I'll just go for it, you know. And I just went for it. And 
I had to like really work on my tone because I wanted to make sure that I was honoring Prince. I had to make sure that I was honoring myself and I had to make sure I was doing the beat justice, you know? Right. So that was the, that I think that I, that would have to be the most challenging one. The, wow. the, the second to that, cause I was going to say the Marvin Gaye one because yeah, it's, it's a lot of words, you know, it's a lot of yeah. moving parts. It's the way that I, I, don't, I don't know what he was thinking about when he structured that song. It's not like verse hook, verse hook. It's like you got a verse and then you got a second kind of verse and then you got a hook and then you got a, a pre-hook. Right. You got a, so it was, that was a challenge. But more than that, I Want to Be Your Lover was probably, probably the most challenging one. Wow. Yeah. Nice, man. Yeah. Well, as an R&B lover, man, thank you for this project. You know, this was an epic thing we didn't expect, really. And, you know, you did it so much justice, all those covers. Thank you. Well, the, 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 the other point was I needed to establish to people who Music Soul Child is officially. Okay. I know, I know okay. I'm like 20 years late. I know, my bad. But, you know, <laughs> I, was, I was, you know, on autopilot because that was the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when I started seeing stuff shift, you know, and... I started losing people and gaining new people. And when you do something for, you know, a span of time, 20 years, a lot, a lot changes, man. Mm -hmm. So sometimes even you get lost in, in you know, in, in what's going on. So I had to, like, go back to basics. I had to, like, almost like what you say, like, when you, like, you know, like when your computer crashed and then you got to like take it back to it's Re like, reboot. Yeah, I had to reboot. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had to reboot, you know, because it got to the point where I didn't want to do it no more. Because I, I like, again, I didn't understand what was going on. Like, I, people ain't started stop. They stopped reacting a certain way that I was used to, you know. And you got to remember, I started from, you know, way back in the day before social media, before, mm. you know, stuff was the way that it is right now. So. When stuff wasn't coming back to me the way that I was used to, I didn't know what the play was. So, you know, I thought by trying other stuff, maybe that might help, but that kind of went weird, mm. you know? So I was like, okay, all right. Cause you know, I'm artist, I'm sensitive. So stuff affects us yeah. weird, you know, different than people. Right. Some people be like, man, just get over it and do it. You know, do something else. It's like, I just put a, I just put out my baby and y'all was like, Boo, you know, I was yeah. like, whoa, it yeah. didn't even become nothing yet. Like, give it a second, you know what I'm saying? For those who don't, you know what, it's not even necessary to get into that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> back to my point, I needed to I needed to go back to basics. So the reason why I picked, you know what I'm saying, those songs was because, because I didn't, I didn't go to school for this. I didn't go to school for music. I didn't, it's not, I didn't have the, the luxury and privilege of being shown and taught, you know, music like that you know yeah there was regular music class in elementary school or whatever but it wasn't really that extensive or deep at all and after a while it got cut it got cut so the in, at least in my you know educational timeline and even then it was a wrap after a while so so i never went to so my point in saying that is i got my music education from these people from these artists I learned how to I learned how to write songs. I learned how to arrange songs. I learned how to sing. I learned how to well sing better. You know, I learned how to like make good choices. You know, I learned how to do runs. You know, I learned how to like find my whatever my swag. I had to find my drip in this. You know, in the whole situation from Marvin, I had to find my you know my running abilities from you know how far can I stretch my range from listening to Stevie. I had to find 
you know, how to entertain people, you know, what things was going to catch people's attention from, you know, Michael, I had to learn, you know, how to be your own thing and think for yourself and do your own style in regards to what was going on in the world and what was going on in, you know, in music from Prince, you know, and I learned how to be strategic and arrange and be intelligent, you know, from Donnie, you know, these are the people that I learned music from like these were the people these were essentially my musical instructors you know these were my professors these were the people that i learned from so i had to i had an identity crisis because people kept referring to me even you do it you know and you know it's 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 you know it's innocent because that's just the language but keep referring to me as r&b but i'm not r&b i never was so when people started getting disappointed in my shows because I'd be turning up and they'd be like, whoa, what is all of this? Can you just sing love? And it's like, bro, like. <laughs> well, let, 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 me, let, me, let me stop you there, man, because I want to touch. I want to have time, make sure we have time to touch on your debut. And I think this is a good segue, too, because no, you we're talking time. about. You got time. <laughs> you know, the day, you were talking about those who you learn music from. Now, we're celebrating 20 years of your debut this year. Later this year, you know, I just want to sing. You right. know, classic album, masterpiece, undeniably. Right. And um, I mean, everyone on this who's listening to this show loves that album. That album. Thank you. So Thank you. tell us, you know, what do you remember most about creating that album? Because you said you had no school for music. You just were, you know, learning from the great. So how did you right. how did you create this this masterpiece? To be honest, I, I, I really wasn't paying much attention. You know what I'm saying? And just for the record, I apologize to everybody because... My lighting is dark. I didn't figure out where the best spot was because, you know, <laughs> I don't do this, you know, and this is, you know, Mocha hitting me up about it. I don't know what you want me to do about it, Mocha. I'm, I'm talking. <laughs> Leave me alone. Thank you. Uh, um, I don't know. Maybe if I hold it different, maybe you can see me. Oh, wow. There we go. Wow. There. People be real about finding that light. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is mad awkward to hold this like this. Um, so, uh, um, like I said, yeah, I wasn't really paying that much attention. You know, I was living on the streets trying to figure out what I'm going to do from day to day and, um, you know, where I'm going to sleep that night, how I'm going to eat that day. You know, and I wasn't really thinking about making music really, you know, I got introduced to my writing partner at the time. Uh, through my managers at the time, and, you know, it was fun, you know. Homie let me come through and work, you know, and, you know, sometimes, you know, they would feed me, and you know, I would that would kind of be like the thing, you know. I'd be like, yo, you trying to come to the studio, and I'd be like, ah, I don't know, man, you know, I got so much to do. I ain't had nothing to do, bro. Right. Well, he was like, I mean, you know, I figured we'd go get some grub. And, oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'd be there, you know. And I was just working on records because it was, it was something cool to do, you know. I was stretching and exercising my abilities and figuring out what I could do. Um, you know, just that's it. And then when I got told that, you know, it, it got picked up by a label and was going to get put out. I was like, huh? What do you mean? <laughs> you know, because there was never a conversation, at least not with me, about that, about doing that, you know. And I'm sure at some point in the back of my mind, I, I knew it was going to 
get to that point, but I had a totally different image in my head of how stuff was going to go. So working on I Just Want to Sing, it, it was deliberate, but only in that moment. It wasn't like it was something that I was thinking about, okay, this song and then this song and then that song. It was just whatever I worked on that day and whatever I could put into the song that day was was it. And when I was done with it, I was done with it and then was on to the next. You know, so mm. I wasn't really thinking about album and hit songs and this is going to change people's lives you know i was really going through a lot of shit back then and it just came out in the music you know so when i did love that was a real song for me you know and that's an, another thing people don't understand like that's a real emo song like when people want me to sing <laughs> that song for their weddings i mean yeah. i don't think you understand what this song is about uh, but you know whatever <laughs> Whatever gets you uh, down now, bro. I don't care. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. But that's a yeah. very heavy song for me. And, and through the years, it got more and more challenging for me to sing that song because I start feeling like, you know, almost like I'm, I'm like taking it too lightly, you know, like, because it, it, it just started to become just, yeah, you know, it's just another song that I do. But that's a very emotional song for me. So a lot of the times I don't connect with the emotions that 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 got you that song so you know i'll be feeling like a fraud when i sing that song because right. I, really, I don't be feeling it i'll be having so much stuff on my head like sometimes i'll be on stage and i i'll be on autopilot because it'd be so much that happens before i get on stage and so much i have to deal with after i get off stage that sometimes i don't even be there i don't even be there you know but i still got to pull it out you know, and I, I'm always going to do my best to give y'all my best, regardless of what I'm going through, regardless of whatever crap I'm dealing with. And, right. You know, and I've, I've been dealing with a lot of crap, but um, <laughs> to say the least. But uh, um, yeah, I I was just I was just basically being me. So this whole time I've been trying to get back to that. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But everybody wanted me to keep chasing. I just want to sing. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what you, what you think you're gonna get from that, but you know, I'm, I'm gonna try though, and I, and that's what I've been doing. Till it got to the point where it stopped making sense. Like, bro, this is dumb. I'm trying to chase something that I don't even know how I did it. You know, when I could be doing other stuff that y'all might think is really fresh, but I can't get to it because y'all want me to do what y'all think. And it's not well, to say that y'all don't y'all don't know. Can I intervene real quick? Do you know why yeah. people? Do you know how many artists you influenced by that album alone? I think that's why, I mean, I'm just reading the chat here, mm. how many people fell in love with that album. I think that's why people Got you. gravitate to it so much. Got you. I, I still come into newer artists today who say, yeah, I, I was influenced by music Soul Child. Mm -hmm. I think that's so heavy. I don't know if you realize that as, as no, a singer. No, dude, I, I take it as a blessing. You know what I'm saying? I may not always know completely what that means because I would have to be that person. You know, I would have to know how they were impact, you know, by, you know, whatever song and but y'all got to remember, like, them songs like 20 years old. I'm not even that same person anymore. I've evolved and grown and learned so much since then. That's, that's, that's no different than somebody telling you to be the same thing that you was 20 years ago. You know, and it's, I feel like it's such a challenge for artists to do that and we try bro we try you know but it gets challenging because then you start sounding dated 
you start being out of touch. You know, it's almost like you're in a time bubble. You know, right. it gets it gets weird, you know, and there's no growth in that. Now, you got some people that are really good at that, though. Some people are really good at maintaining that same thing, you know. But and I, but I think that that comes from how it was conceived, you know. If a person made something with the full intention for it to be what it was at that time, it's easier to reconnect with that. But in my case, right. I wasn't. I wasn't there, you know. I mean, I was I was there physically, but you know, mentally and spiritually, I wasn't really there. I, it's, it was just all emotions. But we all know feelings change. Like people change all the time. So if I got to connect back with those feelings, you would have to recreate those circumstances. And I'm not interested at all in recreating new circumstances, bro. Because that <laughs> hell no. You know what I'm right. saying? I've done better. You know, I've moved on. I've learned more. I've changed my mind on things because of things that I've learned, you know? So I understand and I want to do my best to, and I've, I've spent the better part of, you know, these last 20 years, you know, trying to live up to people's expectations and it worked. It was cool for a minute, but then you start to get older, you know, that time and reality starts setting in. You start evaluating where you are in your life. You start having kids. Life started starts getting realer and realer. So you have to start understanding. You have to start uh, coming to an understanding of what, what's important, what's, what's priority. You know, when, right. when stuff keeps getting taken away from you and not enough is getting put back, you got, you got to assess your valuables, you know. And what's valuable to me is my peace of mind. And I'm not going, you know, run myself ragged trying to keep up with people who don't know me. And this is no disrespect to anybody, and I appreciate you. But the reality of it is I'm still a person. I got to deal with my own stuff. And it's not your responsibility to deal with it. So sometimes that may mean I have to move away from certain things, you know, because there's a lot of triggers in those spaces that I don't I don't want to keep being reminded of. Yeah, it's a happy moment for you, but you have no idea what type of experience that is for me, you know. And I know I don't talk about it because it doesn't matter. Everybody got their stuff. But it's still real for me. So I'm trying to turn it into something more positive and productive. So that's why I had to go back to the basics. And me working to go back to the basics got you the Do It For Dilla project because that's how it started for me. Listening to those songs, learning from those artists, and a whole a bunch more. But this is the beginning of that, you know. And nice. I want to help people kind of get almost like a manual of how to understand who Music Soul Child is, you know? Not to negate or take anything away from anything that happened, you know, within the past 20 years, but the, re the, but the, but the, the, the more accurate representation of Music Soul Child is what I just did in this Do It For Dilla project. It's right. literally hip hop soul. That's what I've always been. That's what I still am and I pretty much expect to be, you know, for the rest. I'm hip hop soul. Yeah, I may be R&B adjacent. There may be songs that you can categorize as R&B. I have no problem with that. But you're even doing yourself a disservice by telling yourself that what's happening is something that's not happening. Because then you're going to be looking for something that was never going to be there. And you won't appreciate what actually is happening. I can't stress it enough. Music Soul Child is not R&B. Music Soul Child is hip-hop soul. Whoever cares to take that into consideration and listen to that, cool. Whoever don't, I hope you get what you're looking for, bro. I, I can't help you. I can't help you. But I will say this, though. <clears throat> Heal the Real, your last album. And I've seen yeah, a lot yeah, of the comments yeah. in, this, in this chat. People are agreeing. They like that album. 
I thought it was a great album. You're the real I thought it was a great problem. I, I thought it was a great, a, a great progression of your sound, of your original sound, and just progress, progression and, and production, right. you know, lyrically. And, and I know you really like that album, too. I really do, bro. I really do. It's not necessarily exactly, you know, what I wanted to do, what I, what I feel like the Music Soul Child sound should be, but it's the closest thing that I've done. This, but, but you got to say, I did this before the Do It For Dilla project. Now the Dilla, Do It For Dilla project is even closer. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I'm 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 steadily trying to inch closer and closer because I gotta identify it to myself first. You know what I'm saying? This whole time I haven't had the opportunity to really do that because I was trying to keep up with everybody's expectations. But then I had to wake up one day and be like, bro, you're gonna either try to like keep doing that or you're gonna get to what the real is. You know, right. and you can't give it to people if you don't know what it is for yourself. So that means you gotta take the L and lose some people. You know, I don't want right. to, you know what I'm saying? Y'all don't have to, you know, be cool on me because y'all don't understand what's going on, even though I'm laying it out as clearly as humanly possible, but whatever, you know, some people don't have to pay attention. <laughs> Oops, sorry. Sorry about that. Some people don't have the attention span or care to, you know, so that's, I, I, I can't control that. All I can do right. is put what I, what I, what I, what I, what I can out, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and hope that people, you know, get it, dig it, support it, share it, like it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, so I got to ask now, I mean, you've been progressing to this point. So we had Feel the Real. We had this Do It For Dilla project, which you're saying is even closer to, to the music Soul Child brand you want to portray. What's right. next, man? You know, what's coming next that's going to be right where you want it to be? So right now I'm working on a, uh, I'm calling it a 2020 project where I'm going to take some of my old songs and I'm going to essentially, like, remake them. Kind of like what I did with the, with the Do It For Dilla project, except I'm going to be doing it with my, my songs. Wow. And I'm going to be reproducing them. I don't think I'm going to do, like, the singles, because they already came out. You know what I'm saying? And people are emotionally attached to the singles. Mm -hmm. I might do a few just for the sake, you know, or whatever. But because now you're starting to mess with people's memories now, you know, and people, they, right. they, they take stuff like that seriously. And to me, it's like, I'm just being creative to try to give you more, but you know, if you want to be mad, wow. then go ahead and be mad. I can't, I can't <laughs> stop you. So I'm going to take an opportunity. I'm going to take this opportunity to, you know, take advantage of doing like, you know, the album cuts, you know, I'm like this angle. Yeah. I got to excuse me, man. I'm still trying to figure out this. I really should have set this up better. <laughs> Um, I know some people laughing, man. Oh, hey, man, you need to. That's why why I need to go live more. Um, uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah. So yeah, I wanna um, I wanna do some of the joints that I know that I think was cool. Mm. People come up to me and be like, man, so and so should have been a single. I da da. Like I wanna do them joints, but I wanna do it in the sound that I feel like best represents wow you know the type of music that i want people to get from me you know and i gotta i gotta find it myself so myself and my md and you know my producer my production production team <clears throat> you know we're gonna figure that out to try to give y'all something fresh you know because it, it got it literally got to the point where i didn't want to put out another music soul child project because i felt like it's just it was going to be a waste because i was going to have to live up to something that i wasn't you know, and people that wanted more from me was never going to get it because 
what I would put out would be in the way and it would just be dumb, you know? So I got tired of playing that game, you know? I just right. got tired of playing that game, trying to please people that I don't know what it is I got to do to please them. But when I do the thing that they say, it's not good enough because it's just not enough. So when I, when I do more, it's too much. It's, I, bruh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. So wow. I'm just going to focus on doing what I feel is right, what's cool, you know, from, you know, because I feel like I, I have enough information and data that I, you know, that that I've that I've kind of like accumulated through the years. I might know what I'm talking about a little bit. Maybe I don't know. You know, you do something for 20 years. Maybe you might know what you're doing. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so I'm trying to drop that. You know, sometime at the end of this year, uh, <laughs> just to just to just just to get folks that've been rocking with me for 20 years. That's a big deal, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Years is a lot of time. You know, to be singing songs. Yeah. you know, for people. So. I want to make sure that I put out a project just 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 something to say thank you, you know, and here's you know, here's how far I've gotten, you know, creatively and hopefully you're willing to, you know, go the next 20, you know, um, to see, you know, where we end up, because I got a lot of right. stuff I want to put out a lot of stuff I want to do. And I can't do that. If all y'all want from me is the same five, five to 10 songs like you're kind of robbing yourself. At this point, you know, like it ain't even me. Wow. Like, I'm trying to give you more, but yeah, you don't want more because you want what you got already. So that's just weird to me. But again, right. please don't take this the wrong way. It's not that I don't appreciate that you love these songs. I do. It's been keeping me going. So thank you. Thank you for showing up for these songs. And I'll continue to do them. It's just that I would love for there to be more room for me to do more because I know there's people out there who want more from me. You know, right, and and then when all this craziness in the world passes, do you plan? Are you planning a tour to celebrate the yeah. 20th anniversary like that? Most definitely, most definitely. Like I don't, I don't even know what to do with myself right now. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely need to get back out on the road. And yeah, I guess I could, I could get on here and like perform or whatever. But it's different. I need that energy from the people. I'm not doing this for myself. I'm doing it for y'all. So yeah. if I can't feel the energy. You know, and maybe I just need to change the way that I receive energy because we live in a digital world right now. So I guess people liking and stuff mean something. So I got to mm -hmm. like, I got to change my mind about what love is in this new world, you know, and that's right. that's a process for me because right. I'm used to like, you know, you know, real time, you know, but um, I'm, I'm going to figure that out. I've been trying to figure that out for like a few years now and I haven't gotten there yet, but. I'm sure gotcha. Mocha gonna help me out with that because that's kind of like her world. <laughs> um, but uh, and it doesn't help the fact that I'm you know like super anti. Like people want to talk about self quarantine, bro. I've been so self quarantining because I be needing time to myself, man. I be out in the world and everybody want to touch you and get your energy and crap, and I just be like, I need to decompress. So I need to be by myself for a second, you know. So. Definitely. Gotcha. When 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 we get back up and running, hopefully that's soon. Um, yeah, I, I want to get back out there, but understand that I'm transitioning to be more music soul child and less what people think music soul child is. You know, whatever. Just so means. everyone's yeah. just so everyone's clear, mm -hmm. is there a song that you could point to and say that's music soul child? From 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 the stuff that I've done. From anything, just so people can fully get it. 
like I said, the whole Do It For Dilla project. Okay. Because it's literally me doing soul songs on hip-hop beats. I really don't right. know how else to put it. Hip-hop soul. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how else to put it. You take hip-hop music, yeah. you take soul music, you put that together, and you get music soul child. Right. I, that's, as, like, that's as like simple as I could put it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if you think about hip hop soul, I don't. I, and that's another thing. I don't think everyone has the same idea of what hip hop soul is. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, for instance, I feel like Jodeci was hip hop soul, but mm. everybody calls Jodeci R and B. So, you know, Jodeci I was hip with a bunch of different people that you know, because I feel like personally, and this is just like a personal observation that I've made. I feel like R and B actually changed. But no one changed the, the, the category. No one changed mm. the name. Everybody just kept calling it R and B. You know, when it went through, you know, uh, Uptown Swing. When it went through, you know, uh, New Jack Swing. When it went through Devonte Swing. When it went through yeah. these different <laughs> iterations. Even then, when the whole, you know, trap sound started coming in, everybody started doing, you know, trap soul and all that. Like, but everyone keeps calling it R&B. In my mind, when I hear R&B, you know what I think about? Motown. Yeah. That's what I, that's, if you're not doing that, personally, I don't feel like you're doing R&B. Now, you might, you might, what you, what, what you've been doing may have traditionally been called R&B through the years. But after like the 80s, the mid to late 80s, I don't know, everything started changing. Even back with New Edition. All that computerized sound stuff. I mean, I mean, we can we can go back and forth with that, but personally, I yeah. like R and B was R and B when it was R and B, and R and B to me was really R and B back in you know the Motown days with with you know the Temptations and Marvin Gaye and all of them back then. Yeah, but then, I mean that's a whole other discussion. You should see what they're calling R and B these days. I know, <laughs> and I feel like I feel like it's 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 doing both sides of disservice is doing R&B actual, you know, cultural yeah. R&B disservice because it's not really sticking to the same things. And then it's doing whatever this other thing that's being called R&B a disservice because it's not being appreciated for what it really is because it's being held to a certain standard that it was never intended to represent, you know? Right. So it just gets weird for me, you know? So that's why I just, I just, kind of like got out of the whole discussion and started telling people, look, I'm hip hop soul because that was the, if you go to the very first song from Music Soul Child, you don't even hear a note. You hear a beatbox. I'm beatboxing on my first yeah. song. That's hip hop. Right? Right. So <laughs> I, I'm just trying to understand where's the disconnect. Like, you know, and, and like I said, very early on in, in, you know, me getting on, I kind of like perpetuated it in my own way. I enabled it in my own way by trying to live up to this concept that people were sort of like pushing me towards, which is, you know, these ballads and this R&B vibe. But that, you know, ask anybody around me, anybody who was around me at the time, they will tell you that's never what I wanted to do. I only did it right. because it was working. And that's when, you know, you, you got to give the people what they want, you know? Right. But if you came to my shows, though, you almost got a hip-hop show. Sometimes you might even got a rock show, you know? But 
I'm trying to live up to my name, bro. My name is music for crying out loud. My name is not R and B. I'm not I'm not trying to, you know, be a jerk. I'm just trying to help give people perspective and, and some kind of context. Like I'm really trying to do, you know, what it what it is and I'm 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 trying to live up to. You know, right. just to be some representation, some valid representation and contribution to music culture, you know. And that right. that's for me R and D. Well, let me say, I'm really looking forward to hearing this new project. Um, we're just about out of time, so I just want to give a couple of cool shouts. Mocha, thank you for putting this together. Shout, Shout out to our friends. Cool. Yeah. I see our friends SOBs in the house checking nice. in. Shout out to them here in New York City. Yeah, my yeah. wife checked in and, and tuned in this whole episode. Shout out to my wife, Marlene. So, um, oh, and music. Marlene. <laughs> Music man, we just appreciate you always. You know, just do out. do what you do, man. Yeah, you know, do what you want to do. I know I've been like, <laughs> been like it's been crazy. I'm sorry. This actually now that we're about to get off, I'm like looking like the light is probably the best. Oh uh, man, we'll have to do it again then. So, yeah, yeah. You know, talk some more. But hey, man, once again, thank you. You know, we'll, we'll check it again soon, and man, keep it keep it going. No doubt. I appreciate it. I appreciate the support. Thank you for everybody for showing up. Um, I'm sorry I couldn't get to y'all because you know I don't really know how to like talk the time and read your comments. I haven't gotten that good yet with this, but um, I'm going to work on getting more on this thing and um, interacting with y'all because I know, you know, I, I get it a lot and I know, I know I'm sorry that I'm, I'm not a social media person like that, but I'm going to work on it. I promise. I'm going to work on it. I'm going to work on it. <laughs> cool, man. All right, man. We'll talk soon. All right. Peace. Peace.